When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You thought that was funny. Sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Good Lord, it's 9-11 already. The time, not the, uh, we're not celebrating. It hasn't jumped ahead. Wow. No, no we're, not, we're, not, we're not at the date. We're not, we're not mourning again. We'll never forget, but still. I'm gonna, I'm, uh, I like my friend David Endress, who has been an emailer and a listener for a long time, but he's, he's a staunch defender of, uh, of our uh, guy, David Blaine. And uh, we've been going back and forth. He said, for all that's holy, watch the three-minute trailer on YouTube of what David Blaine's trying to accomplish. It answers all your questions. David Blaine is awesome. You're starting to sound like Chris Angel lovers. And I said, no, Chris Angel sucks too. Uh, but David Blaine is merely floating and then falling off of his float. How is this magic? And David argues back. Again, if you were able to watch the trailer, you would understand that this was his childhood dream. He's wanted to do this to inspire the imagination of children all around the world. He's an extraordinary human being before a magician. And no one's claiming this is magic. Well, you are. You just called him a magician. And also, this is dangerous to inspire children to do. You don't, you don't inspire children to float 25,000 feet in the air with toys and then jump. That's terrible. I hope he clarified that a couple yeah. of times. Uh, yeah. Stated that. Don't do yeah. this at home. Yeah, you shouldn't. This is, this is my childhood. Just, your childhood dream could have been wrestling a liger, for God's sakes. It doesn't mean you should do it. Or holding tiger balls. You know, well, I mean, yeah, come on. That is, Brady's got to get that done. That's definitely got to happen. Sounds like more of an adult dream. Yeah, and speaking of tiger balls, it is official now. Carol Baskin from Tiger King is part of Dancing with the Stars. That is going to occur. And Brady brought up an interesting point. Like, the only thing she really was known for was maybe or maybe not killing her husband. But all the evidence kind of points to it. Yeah. Right? And then, and then Marcus, you brought up Marcus Meng from Into the Pit, 9 to Midnight Sundays. Brett forgot that show. All right. But uh, uh, you brought up that, like... She made me not kill him. The tigers killed him. The tiger did it technically. But we don't know. It's Schrodinger's husband. Yeah. Did she kill him and then feed him to the tigers, or did she feed him to the tigers and the tigers did the killing? But either way, that's what she's known for. So you said, why can't OJ be on Dancing with the Stars? And Brett, again, twice this morning, racism. <laughs> <laughs> and it is. Yeah. If Carol Baskin can do it, and again, Marcus made another good point, too, of saying, wow, we've really lowered the bar for the whole stars part of dancing with the. That's not a – Carol Baskin is not one of these celebrities that you'd think star. It's dancing with people you may have heard of on Netflix. That's different. It's like dancing with the third, the third person that replaced Suzanne Summers on Three's Company is, you know, Priscilla Barnes, but still. There's controversy, and that's the big reason why they're having her on. I mean, that's one of the OJ and Dancing with the Stars would be incredible. Oh, Incredible record numbers because and ratings. She'd ha- he'd have to have that blonde lady and his arms wrapped around her all the time, and they yeah, would really uh, enjoy this part of the possibility where my hands wrapped firmly around your head. Oh, you have such a nice head, so attached to your body. My ex didn't have that. Her head fell off. <laughs> we haven't found out why yet. Somebody did it, but it just plopped right off. Yeah, you wouldn't want that, and then she'd be nervous every time he'd start getting frustrated with the dance moves. That he's going to snap. Just before the first taping, they wouldn't be able to find her. She's gone. <laughs> Last I saw her, she was on the porch. I was in Chicago. 
Is that right, Cato? <laughs> Cato was here. He knows. Whatever he says, we're good. Yeah, good job, Cato. Where's my dance partner? Where's the rest of her? So, yeah, OJ on Dancing with the Stars. You're right. Why can't we do that? I don't understand it. But Brett nailed it again, just like he did with Casalander this morning. <laughs> racism. <laughs> good old-fashioned racism is why. Put OJ on that show. He's an innocent man. He's done his time for the crime he was convicted of. Right? Yeah. What's wrong with that? You've had other criminals up there before. So I think, uh, yeah, and, and again, in tribute to that whole thing this morning when we had that flying guy standing out. Everything's about flying today. David Blaine, got people arguing with me about how great he is. And then, of course, the floating guy over there by LAX yesterday, 3,000 feet in the air on a jetpack that we discovered was Casa Lander, the Mexican superhero. Uh, I want a theme song today for Rock Wars for our friend Casa Lander. I want Homelander, the Mexican Homelander, 3,000 foot, and we don't know what he's using. We're assuming it's the leaf blowers to shoot himself into the air and hang out next to the planes that are landing at LAX. I want a theme song for our Mexican superhero, Casa Lander. He has to have one. And that's what I charge you all with. Uh, the chair with Brett and Marcus, they're a team. Of course, Brady and I will be independent. Uh, if you have any suggestions for the theme song for this morning's invention of the Mexican superhero that can fly 3,000 feet to get over that wall every time, uh, let's have it. Uh, you can give it to me, Holmberg at 98kupd.com. You can go to our uh, text, 97936, or Facebook and all the other stuff. Uh, give it to us and let us know what you think. We'll play Rock Wars next. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. And away we go. It's time for the weekly battle of musical supremacy, Rock Wars. The participants are one Brady Bogan, the chair featuring Brett, and into the pits, Marcus Mang, 9 to Midnight Sundays, where the devil comes alive. So true. I mean, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have you on. Encounters with Satan every Sunday from 9 to Midnight. And it's hosted by a very mild-mannered evil person, which is really kind of the scariest type of evil person. It's more threatening if you're a quiet. Dementor. <laughs> That's a See, and he knows it. Like being a self-aware evil is really a good uh, thing. I, 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 I'm impressed. Uh, of course, also, I you forget, yeah. it leads into the uh, police problem of, mm-hmm. oh, I complete insanity because you didn't see that in me before. He was such a quiet man. Right. You never let on. Exactly. I already, right. have, uh, I already have that in the bag. So you've got your... You've already got your alibi for what you eventually get caught doing. I'm my own minority report. He just has a shovel in the back of his 1988 blazer for no reason. Well, not for no reason. (laughs) So far, it's been for no reason. So far, no one's given me a reason. (laughs) But the reason exists. Just Just wait. It hasn't manifested yet in shovel usage. Uh, The the theme this week was for our invention of our new superhero this morning, Casa Lander, uh, as we were talking about uh, the flying guy over there by LAX, 3,000 feet in the air, floating around next to airplanes, captains going into LAX, and we've got a guy floating 30 30 yards from the side of our plane, and tower comes back, I don't know if that's real, and the next plane goes, no, he's flying around by us now. Some dude just, and I'm thinking 9-11 is is, is, uh, eight and a half days away. The terrorists have a plan. But then Brett brought up, are you kidding, by LAX? Those are all Mexican neighborhoods. This <laughs> is it. This is my, my leaf blowers are really strong today, I'd say. I'm 3,000 feet up. I'm David Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so we invented Casa Lander, the home, homelander for Mexicans. Because now, if they have the gift of flight, this wall means nothing. We've wasted billions. Uh, so we have a theme for Casa Lander, the Mexican superhero, which, by the way, Black Panther, uh, we had that. I don't think we've had a Mexican superhero ever, I don't have think we? so. No. Not a prominent 
Mexican, like Nacho Libre is the only one, and that was Jack Black. He's not Mexican at all. We better trademark this. Let's yeah, get this is our idea. You're right. You're right. So Casalander's theme song, yeah, I won it's last not week. Aquaman. No, it's Aquaman. <laughs> oh God, Aquaman. <laughs> He was ta- using the one Spanish word he knew. <laughs> well, he knows a couple others, but they're food-related. Yeah. <laughs> that makes Brady a super guy. Man is next. Brady has Jimmy definitely... Jimmy man! I've, a- I've appropriated that culture now and again right in my gullet. Uh, I'll start with you, Brady. What is All your right. song for Casalander today? Well, in the uh, aeronautical world, mm-hmm. that guy in the jetpack is a, a low-flying. 3,000 feet because cruising altitude in the commercial planes are sure. 34 to 37,000 feet. Lowrider war. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Well done. And he's just floating around oh, at 3,000 yeah. feet. Hey, Holmes. <laughs> Make it bounce, I say. There's a patriot. Huh? What happened? I'm on the street. No. Oh, there's a dude walking around with a flag sticking out of his backpack. Good eye. All right, I like that. Low rider for Casalander. This is when you know he takes off. He didn't get that high. But again, 3,000 feet for a guy in a suit is pretty high. Uh, Brett and uh, Marcus, the chair, your choice. All right, we decided to go with uh, sticking really hardcore with the theme around LAX and probably who Jetpack Man is. This one is by uh, oh no, <laughs> Down, a.k.a. Kilo. This is Lean Like a Cholo. Oh, I love this song. Oh, you're going against brand. <laughs> I used to sing this all the time when I was in Cholo. <laughs> Lean like you're in Cholo. I get down. The girls love how I Yeah. All right, you're trying to whap the second week. I see what you're doing. This is a tough one for you, Marcus, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like yeah. Into the pit, 9 to midnight. When you can listen to nothing like this. nothing anything. So we can rock this I like this song. I hate to say it, but I loved it. Lean like I'm Cholo. Perfect. I used to say lean in Cholo. I used to say it all the time. I'd be in Walmart in Cholo. I figured that was that's what they were saying. Yeah. No. I'm gonna get some breakfast at Persnickety's in Cholo. Persnickety's was good. I don't know if it's still open, but it's good. It's the only place I actually enjoyed eating. And show and show low. <laughs> you won't stand to eat. I ever t- I, I told Brady this this time I was eating breakfast over there at a place in Sholo. A Stephen Hawking type rolled in. Ever tell you this? No. It's a great story. I love sharing this story. And uh, full. Uh, it's a woman, full wheelchair, computer, eyeballs grabbing the letters and pulling them back over. Right. It's about eight people in this mom and pop breakfast place. Smells like grandma's kitchen. French toast in the air. It's amazing. And I'm eating, and I'm looking at Megan, and I'm like, oh, my God, that computer's amazing. Because I can see, like, where the Hawking is looking at the letters and dropping them down to make sentences. And it's always about a minute behind the conversation when the computer chimes in. Food shows up. Hawking's still sitting there. Can't eat. And it's just amazing. And uh, people are just chowing down. And then all of a sudden, in the silence of the room, you just hear... Everything smells so good. <laughs> and I just lost my mind. It's like the saddest yeah. sentence. It was. Oh, yeah. And it took like two minutes to work it out. Oh, this is, it's like a dog at the table. It, they wouldn't feed it. It wouldn't do. Everything smells so good. And I'm just like, anyway, leave immediately. Any way you could put this toast in the blender? Yeah. All right. And Ellen. No, they were being very, it's a very passive aggressive yeah. sentence. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, why don't we puree, puree something up and pour it in the tubes? Uh, you guys lose, by the way. Are no you way. ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Homelander's theme song is "Wait for It, Rich," because I'm just going to wait until I don't, don't do it until I say. Just I'm going to let it speak for itself, ladies and gentlemen. Homelander's theme song. 
about to take flight. Loading up the, the leaf blowers. Put the Mexican flag cape on. We come from the land of the Yankees, not it's Metalachi's immigrant song. We talked about nails on chocolate earlier. You're trying to stifle oh, that oh, laugh, but yeah. it's okay. It's, it's <laughs> funny. Metalachi, when this dude gets... I do like that. There is crime afoot. (laughs) I'll be right back. And then the music starts, and he starts rolling in the back, puts his flag on. Protect the people. (laughs) Got to get up there and protect the people. Build your wall, stupid. We fly now. Casalander. The vote is good. It's mine. Would you like to vote for Brady? Good one. Low rider. Mm, mm, mm. Brett and Marcus did their thing. It was uh, the ink spots, red rubber ball. No, no, no. (laughs) forgot what it was. Lean like a cholo. Oh, lean like a cholo. Come on. Right. A little less racist. And, of course, mine, Metalachi, uh, their cover of the immigrant song for our Mexican superhero. This is easy. Holmberg at 98kupd.com. That's how you vote on uh, the email. You can vote at 97936, the word wars. Easy as that. Uh, Facebook has it, and you can call us, 585-9800. Cast your vote there. Simple as punch. We already know who won this one. Let's find out uh, for official sake. Uh, coming up in just seconds. It's Rock Wars. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. All right, right in the center of Rock Wars we are, and it's a runaway. A runaway. A theme song for our Mexican superhero, Casalander, from El Hombres, the Mexican version of the boys. And if we just, you know, we could do it in all the languages. Like Breaking Bad has a show in Central America. They got one in Mexico. They got one in Brazil. They're all different and cultural. That's what we should do with the boys. And now we've started with Casalander. The Mexican superhero who could fly. Uh, and I chose the, that Metalachi's immigrant song, which is fantastic. Brady chose uh, the theme to George Lopez's show. And I think uh, Brett and Marcus in the chair chose a rap song about Cholo. Yeah, Lean Like a Cholo. Like a cho- who sang that? Uh, this guy called Down. A.K.A. Kilo. Kilo. <laughs> that's, AKA that's what his name Kilo. is, Down, A.K.A. Kilo. You have to say it like that. So he is also known as, after his name, he'd like to be called. Well, yeah. after he, His alias yeah. is part of it. Oh, I'm sorry, Marcus. I would also like to note that yeah. I was not involved in this decision-making <laughs> You process. are? You are? Nope. It's on your watch. You stood next to him, and I, I, you said, whatever, if you want to go there. I heard you say it. Yeah. So well, you were I, responsible. I, yeah, true. I did feel like I took over the last couple That's of weeks. Right. So and you're like, an offer. Right. And look what happened. I let Brett, okay, Brett, go ahead. And I, hey, oh, you were an offer, so. You were an offer. I mean, yeah. it's a blowaway. I won the phones. Yeah, you won. Just, you I got the, the phones, phones, you phones, phones by two votes. That's not a runaway. Let's not get carried away. 12 to 6 over Brady, 0 for the chair. John Gordon, come up and just pick a winner today. This is this is too easy. Uh, I'm just, everybody's what about just the texts? We don't need to worry. Uh, no, I think we do. Brady's got 46% of the text. How did that happen? Were, were the people not uh, – did they not hear mine? Fat fingers? War, <laughs> yeah. bro. Is this a thing about uh, – Listen, Mason, All right. War, all right. bro. All right. 
Never mind, John. Sit down. We've had a protest from the chair. <laughs> like McEnroe over here, bitching and crying until he gets his way. All right, fine. So you got the phones. You got all that other stuff. The emails are coming in pretty good. What do you got on uh, So Facebook and the other thing? Are... Facebook is actually leaning Brady, too. Good Christ. How's this possible? It's the only one they're familiar with. Maybe Metalachi is a little <laughs> annoying. True. Could be just a touch annoying. This guy says, sorry, John. I'm with him. Brady gets my vote. Metalachi drives me nuts. And then Vince Aliano sent me a picture of his uh, Buzz Lightyear, <laughs> but it was all made out of Bud Light boxes. He's on Bud Lightyear. <laughs> so this is what a Mexican superhero looks like. He's got Bud Light all over his body. He's Bud Lightyear. That's a great costume. Uh, and this one says, I'm, I'm, I'm voting for Beefalo Brady. Uh, great picks again. Here's the breakdown for me, says Brent. Brady, usually when I pass someone, I hear your song. So no, just no. I don't know what that means. Uh, Brett, you're my brother from another continent. Let's just say uh, the legal things around your pick and my personal life have not been resolved. John, you're the only safe pick for me right now. Randy says, John, for the win. Dustin says, did you ever uh, come out? Oh, wait. No, that's not the right thing. Sorry. (laughs) I did. I did actually last week. Sorry about that. I misread that. Uh, This one says, uh, uh, Sean says, I was going to vote for Brady. Corn's version of Lowrider is the first thing I actually thought of. But then your song happened and I said, winner, winner, chicken enchilada dinner. Uh, somebody else wanted Brady. They did get a lot more towards the end there, Brady, but I had already covered the, the necessary right. amount of votes to make that happen. Uh, do you want to go to, let's just, I guess, best of five even a thing right now? Uh, you can call 585-9800 while we break it down. I'd just rather just go straight to John Gordon for time's sake. Do we have a protest? No. All right, no, John, go ahead. Come on fine. and pick me and we'll, we'll end this whole thing. John Gordon, go ahead. I really have to. Yeah, John Gordon. Yeah, is I have to. Course. You yeah, did it, yeah, man. Yeah. You did it. Knock right. it out. I just know it. I didn't want to waste anybody's time with all that. That's a great win, John. Yeah, Jeremy Jr. over there. (laughs) (laughs) Calm down, Brett. Great job, John. I think you'd pick the right one. Clearly, you picked the right one. And Metalachi will play uh, feverishly as the show ends. So thank you to everybody. Thank you. Marcus Mang, 9 to Midnight on Into the Pit, now heard in Spanish, which is fantastic. It's a SAP channel. Check your stations on HD2, I believe. Now, there's some Spanish metal bands. Yeah, but you don't speak Spanish. Uh, I'm starting to slowly learn, yes. Are you? Un poquito. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Uh, because I need to. Do you? Yeah. For what? You're American. Yeah, my girlfriend speaks Spanish. Uh, only? No, she speaks okay. both, but... <laughs> you sure you want to communicate with her in two languages? Yeah. It's been the mistake of many men to learn one. Well, I've also... Well, I, if you go down to Mexico, you need to learn Spanish. What are you going down there for? Why not? I, I worry about you. Why? Bodies. <laughs> the only reason to go to Mexico is to hide something or bring something back. So I fear it. You shouldn't be worried about me then. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't like talking to him. <laughs> it's a lot of that that goes on. I don't like that at all. Uh, anyway, well, thank you very much, Marcus Megan. Brett, nice try. You guys haven't won one yet, have you? Nope, not yet. Oh, first. oh no, I thought they won. Did they win the first week? Ago. They did. They might have won the first one. Which was mine, right, Brett? That was. That was. Oh, okay. That's Which right. Which one was it? Yeah. I just went to I remember, but you're right. It was, it was that it was, memorable? It was like a Perry Como song yeah. that I picked. <laughs> the cover. <laughs> you know what? Let's do the immigrant song now. Let's just get it out of the way so Larry <laughs> doesn't get worried. We'll get the metal Achi for you. It's the immigrant song. It's 98 KUPD. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. 98. What the hell is wrong with you? I love that. Metalachi there, the immigrant song for our superhero, Gasolander. We got we fly now, man. We got flight. Check it out over at LAX, clear. Go Clippers. The Clippers have all their gear on. They're all now they've got gang letters now for their uniform. And it's like it's it's intimidating. 
Yeah, now there's no more Raiders over yeah, there. Now they're no, in yeah. Vegas. No more Raiders. <laughs> no more Raiders, man. Clippers. Doyers. <laughs> yep, there it is. I like that. Metalachi. I might have to dig deeper into that. Not all at once. A uh, little bits of Metalachi will do you, and I don't think you need to really overdo it, but there you go. Uh, it's time now for Brady to entertain us all. This is uh, the entertainment drill, and it's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black, open for business, ready to go. They've been shut down because of uh, the quarantine and the pandemic and all the stuff, and so they took that opportunity to make their building even safer than it was before with uh, new paint. Uh, they cleaned the place up like in an unbelievable fashion. It is as clean and compliant to all the rules and then some, so you don't have to worry about a thing. The classes are ready to go, and they're ready for you to show up. You put a little extra weight on while you're doing this thing. You're also recognizing the world is nuts, and you just may not be that prepared. Why not get involved in what is, without question, the most effective self-defense system on the planet? And uh, you go find out for yourself what I'm talking about when you get there. ReactDefense.com has a deal for you, KUPD listeners, 169 bucks for two months. Of unlimited training, 99 for one if you're interested in that. Got the uh, pro shop there to load up in and get back in there. Lose that weight you've put on sitting around the house and learn something. Become better. It's awesome. Going to do it later today. Uh, ReactDefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Can't wait to get back there today. Brady, entertain me. Thanks to Medea, Tyler Perry is officially a billionaire. He made it. And thanks to your Medea, how much you got, Brad? You almost do it. Yeah, we're we're, we're on track. uh, Working on five figures? Yeah. Five. He can credit a lot it's of his wealth working on four, it. maybe. Yeah, no. <laughs> you've, you've not breached the four-figure barrier. <laughs> it's overnights, man. You'll it's get been there. 15 years since uh, Diary of a Mad Black Woman came out, and Forbes breaks down his uh, wealth. $320 million in his library of content, $300 million in cash and investments, $280 million in his 330-acre studio, $60 million stake in BET. Wow, they've just... And $40 million in homes and toys. They know an awful lot about his stuff. Yeah. Tyler says, I love when people say you come from humble beginnings. It means you're, you're poor as hell. Yeah. Ownership changes everything. And uh, he says, early on, Hollywood didn't give him much time, so he owned a lot of his stuff. And right. And as it picked up, that's where he made a lot of the money. I mean, he just, that Diary of a Mad Black Woman was unbelievable, the money that thing brought in. And I've watched those movies. You like them. You've always told me that, Brett. You're like, I kind of like those Tyler Perry movies. No, one of them fun. was the, the the Diary of a Black Mad Woman, whatever her name was. That, that was actually kind of, there was a few scenes that were actually kind of funny in it. Yeah, you I think know, that was the Ozzy album. I didn't. <laughs> Diary, Diary of a Mad, Mad Black Woman. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I've, I've seen a couple. It gets so weird, though, to me. Like, one scene... Medea is beating a child, and then the next they're like, like she hit a kid with an iron or something. Where's the problem? Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I don't have I like a problem it? with it, but it's uncomfortable when the next line is comedy. <laughs> like it gets real dramatic, and the kid's getting beat, and Medea's like going to kill it, and then she says something that's funny, but she just literally, and the dramatic music's playing, and she's beating a child, and I'm like, well, this is no good. And then they try to make you laugh, like one line later. It's been six years since Robin Williams, and his death still feels like. <clears throat> tragic as ever six years six years wow after his suicide doctors discovered that he'd been suffering from uh, something called the louis body dementia yeah he his struggle is the subject of a new documentary called robin's wish that's out on various platforms right now but his widow susan snyder williams uh likens what he was going through to being chased by invisible monsters she said robin and i knew there was so much more going on, and uh, 
he was right when he said to me, I just want to reboot my brain. Yeah. Louis it's body is so a bad. Weird, it's, I, I read about that cause I saw it in that documentary and, uh, Bobcat Goldthwait was his like best friend. And he said, you learn about Louis body dimension. It just scares you as a person with an active mind and stuff. And it can just, it basically just overheats. And we talked about it and you talk about you, you combo that up with, uh, lack of sleep yeah. and drugs. You damage he's your body. A world of illusion. But he's got a, I mean, clearly Robin Williams had a different brain. Yeah. Like it just never stopped racing. And if it runs into a, like a, a health issue, if his brain gets sick and it's, and it's, it's almost like Lou Gehrig's too, cause it starts to stop your, uh, physical, like you can't move. Uh, the doctor in that, uh, story I read earlier said, uh, he was surprised Robin could still walk as cause it was one of the most advanced cases he'd ever seen when they cut him open. He didn't know what he had until they were, until he was right. dead. They found out after he died, like, what to name the problem. He thought he had Parkinson's, but it was just attacking every bit of him. It, at one point, he was having so much trouble sleeping, his doctor told him and Susan to sleep in separate beds. Dry that. Because it was her fault? No, just the, the added distraction or oh. just... just a, yeah, and that's why he had his own room. And remember when he died, everybody's like, why, did he, why was he in his own room? What yep. does that mean? They thought there was marital problems and all that. He was just kind of trapped. Yeah, he said he wanted to reboot his brain. He felt like his brain was sick. It's really sad. And I've never known anybody with it, but I don't know that they can diagnose it that easily. It's horrifying. It's another thing to be afraid of as you get older, guys. Have fun. No. All I've learned is don't be friends with Bobcat Goldberg. <laughs> right. <laughs> you think he's the the cause? Yeah. Hey, hey man. it's hard to argue that. Yeah. <laughs> but it would only be like, are all of his friends getting Louis dementia? It catches? Well, that's what I'm saying. If he's the catalyst for it, wouldn't more people have it that know him? Because we've mm. met him twice. I guess it's extended periods. He did say he was his best friend. That's true. So if he's best befriended you, right. you're probably going to end up in some sort of a body cocoon. Carol Burnett has been awarded temporary guardianship of her grandson because of her daughter's substance abuse issues. Yeah. How old is the grandson? It'd be like 45. 63. I was going to say, Carol, but that's almost 90. Your grandkids probably all grows up. Wilson Ramos of the uh, New York Mets mm-hmm. reportedly texted an Instagram model from the on-deck circle last season. <laughs> His wife didn't like that. <laughs> How do you do oh. that? <laughs> You're at work. They should place the phone down yeah. after. They used to have and donuts the on the boy goes, I know. Hey, get my phone. Get my phone for a second. I got it. Snoop Dogg wow, finally has bad. his own gin. Indago gin. Yeah. Are we? Are, are you guys struggling with Snoop Dogg's ads for Corona? Doesn't it seem like Snoop Dogg's made it fairly clear what he likes to use to get buzzed? And oh, yeah. it isn't beer. Like, he's got these Corona ads now, and I'm watching, I'm like, no. I think you use something else. Like, you might sip on Corona, but that's not your first go-to. Like, who wants beer? Let's get, you know, I think you've got a thing you're known for, for inebriation that is not beer. Well, he says about Indago, uh, when creating Indago, I wanted to give those feelings new life with the approachable juicy gin that's smooth like D-O-double-G. He's a salesman now. Juicy's not the best word to use. No. (laughs) Juicy, juicy, smoothy. Player, I go What does he say in the thing, in the Corona thing? We all end up in the hole. It's like, wow, that's the most depressing thing I've ever heard. The end of the commercial is like, you're going to die anyway. Just drink. 
Uh, this is kind of cool. We'll end with this one. Paul McCartney was talking about the Beatles song Sun King. It's on the a- Abbey Road album. Mm-hmm. And if you can listen to it as many times as you want, but you can't hear it, but there's profanity in it. Oh. And it's coded. He says about two minutes and six seconds into the song, you'll hear the phrase Chickaferty. According to McCartney, kids in Liverpool used to use that phrase as an alternative to telling someone to F off. No kidding. Yeah. So it's not really profanity. It's more just Paul McCartney's silly talk. Goodly diddly do. We always had that in the records. Chickaferty. Giddly diddly do, which always meant up your ass. Oh, my God, he's Ned Flanders. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, Paul McCartney is Ned. Hardly holy neighbor. It's Paul McCartney, diggly diggly do. Chica Ferdy. What's he saying? Anyway, well, there you go. Nice job, Ray. There's your entertainment drill. We're all done. This week's flying by. Love it. Wednesday's in the books. Tomorrow is a huge day. We have old Jer rolling out to uh, Larry H. Miller Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram of surprise for the last day of Operation Hydration. We're going to do a big pickup drop-off thing. They've got a ton of water. Our friends at Port of Subs, they're making breakfast and bringing it out there. So if you guys are out in the uh, West Valley... His Civil War outfit is outstanding. Unreal. His, his performance gear is unreal. And he will reenact uh, the surrender at Appomattox. <laughs> <laughs> that I promise you. Uh, he'll redo it right in front of everybody in surprise, which is even better. Uh, but uh, Old Jer's going to take the van out tomorrow. We'll be talking to you about that. Uh, we're going to try to... You know, we're doing everything real safe, masks and all that stuff. But you guys want to come out and grab some free food, maybe drop off water one last time for our friends at the Phoenix Rescue Mission. You can still do it after, but this ends our campaign uh, tomorrow morning, which has been pretty darn good considering the circumstances that we've had. I was at Porta Subs a couple of days ago with Tom Wintermeyer. We went down there, and those folks have loaded up their entire restaurant, the entire uh, place. Uh, over, I think it was on Broadway and like 48th Street. Tom and I went in there, and every table, floor, Florida, like about four feet up, just bottles of water everywhere. Nice. So they've done a really good thing, and they're doing a drop-off. They were great people, and they're going to be out there too. So we'd love to see you out there. If you want to help out, you can go to Safeway. Uh, Albertsons are friends at Lerner and Rowan Aquafina. Match what you do up until tomorrow, and then we uh, start uh, loading up everything over at the uh, Phoenix Rescue Mission. So thanks in advance, but let's do one more day and go out there and meet uh, General Jeremy. As he rolls the vans out Drop there. it off. Don't hang out. There. Yeah, for one more drop off. And then keep your distance from Jeremy. Yeah. I, I give that advice uh, with or without a pandemic. Just keep your distance. You never know what you're going to catch from a guy who's from 1850. Uh, we're done. Have yourselves a great day. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. So long! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this.